Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Evmos Community Call. Let's take a listen. Hello, friends. How's everyone doing today? If you can hear me, please show me some emojis. Good to see everyone. Already getting some requests for folks to come up and speak. We're going to hold off on those until the very end, which is when the Q&A section will start. I see Federico in the audience coming up here, buddy. I see a ton of other familiar faces in the audience. I see Guillermo, Wickex, the Cosmos Spaces account. Um, hey, hey, everyone. Yeah. I see notestake.top. What's up, man? I see Alcadita. How's it going? I see Dur Freddy. Good to see you, man, from Dragon Staking. I see uh, Valdatrium. I don't know if that's Igor or not, but nice to see you in the audience. I see Pablo. Pablo Lima, what's up? Love to see you as well. Uh, Rander Wynn. What's going on, man? Yeah, a lot of familiar faces here. I am always so happy to see community members. Hop on. I see Hitter as well. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome stuff. And if I haven't called out your name, I apologize. Just catch us in the Discord or Telegram uh, and say hi to us, and maybe you'll get a shout out next time. So we can wait one more minute before getting started as people start to trickle in. One more minute here. All right. I see we almost have 200 people in the audience. That's amazing. And we can get started now. How's it going, folks? Oh, just a quick shout out to folks who've come to the top here. Flux Protocol, what's up? Staken and Imperador, it's always good to see you again. Uh, Anode as well, love to have you. Uh, I also see El Turco, what's up, man? For, uh, and Skynet as well, hey. Uh, for um, Imperador, you have to tell me one day how to pronounce your name. Is it Imperator? Am I saying it right? Um, or is it Imperator? Or is it something else? Imperator. Uh, yeah, let me know. Tweet at us. Uh, yeah, we need to solve this issue. Uh, I also see Orbital Apes in the audience. Uh, Ernmos. Evmi Chen, how's it going? Um, and yeah, I guess we can get started now. Um, what are we talking about today? Geez, a lot. I feel like every time we meet, it's like a year has passed or something. There's just so much going on. The space is moving so fast. And Evmos it's, itself is not just one L1 chain. It's with, blooming, you know, man. Yeah, it's not just one L1 chain like with, with one core team. It's, there's all of these teams building <laughs> and trying to keep up with everyone. It's just such a... a, a 
a task, but it's, it's an enjoyable task though. Um, and yeah, Fede, absolutely. Blooming, I think is the right word here. Uh, what do we have on the agenda today? On the agenda, item number one is the, what you've all been waiting for. It's uh, um, IBC transfers, right? And what the status is of IBC transfers. Um, item number two, is ERC-20 module proposals. For those of you who have been looking at governance, governance has been going ham in the past week or so, and it's only gonna get wilder from here. So we'll give you an update on that. Uh, besides that, uh, we'll give you a more general, taking a step back, a general governance update. So beyond just the ERC-20 module, what else do the Evmosians have cooking, right? Um, and then ahead of that, we will talk about uh, staking rewards and uh, validator delegations. All right. And then following that, we'll have our usual Q&A section. Uh, to get us started, Fede is here and Akash is coming up to co-host alongside me. With you always, your host the Evmos org account, and we can kick off one of the strongest community calls in the interchain. Fede, do you want to get us started on IBC transfers and sort of what the status is and what that means for the Evmosians in the audience? Hey, community. Um, yeah, um, it's, it's great because now um, IVC transfers are finally available on the dashboard. Um, we've been doing a lot of internal testing over the past weeks to fully support Kepler and uh, MetaMask. So you can transfer your Evmos uh, tokens to Osmosis, which is um, the, the only supported IVC chain for the moment. We're still waiting on Cosmos Hub to, um, for the proposal to uh, to pass um remi quick reminder the last one failed because it wasn't updated um by by um by the like up update client proposals so um so yeah ivc transfer are available now on the dashboard you can go to app.evmos.org and use your um wallet directly to transfer evmos tokens out via ivc um, to osmosis and use um, your Evmos tokens there. Um, the other big news is that it's not only available for transfer, but it's Evmos is already available on osmosis. Um, so the community um, created an LP pool and provided enough liquidity on on this pool and osmosis, which is already available on the frontier. Osmosis app. I believe it's going to be soon enabled on the main application on Osmosis. Uh, I think um, I was talking to Sunny before, and the team is working on on that integrations shortly. Um, so you would be able to see that on on the main application shortly. But if you want to interact with Evmos and in Osmosis. Um, and provide liquidity or swap anything you can already use the frontier osmosis app awesome so true so true and this is only the beginning i think fede you alluded to how many more ibc channels would be supported in the future 
Do we have an idea for, I know you mentioned Cosmos as well, Cosmos Hub. Are there any other channels down the pipeline? Or maybe this is a question for the audience. Uh, what future channels should we support on the dashboard? What would you like to see? Is it Injective, Juno, uh, Chain, um, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, what do you want to see uh, on the dashboard? Um, of course, IBC is permissionless, so anyone can open uh, the channels themselves. But the dashboard really, we want to offer the best user experience through that dashboard in a safe and reliable manner. Um, and so that's, that's why we're taking our time with the dashboard. So let us know what you guys want us to prioritize, and we will take your feedback seriously. Uh, for now, the osmosis transfer is available, as Fede mentioned. Go ahead, try it out, give us feedback, and, uh, and yeah. We'll see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and I guess this is a topic for the next the next uh, agenda item. But you'll be also able to not only send uh, Evmos tokens out to all these IBC connected chains, but you will also um, be able to send all the ERC twenties that are going to be available um, through the ERC twenty module. This is going to be enabling all the ERC twenty tokens on the EVM to be fully interoperable with the entire Cosmos ecosystem, and vice versa. So you'll be able to use, for example, Evmos, uh, sorry, Osmosis directly on the Evmos EVM. Um, but for now, um, that's currently being worked on, and um, I'm going to surely talk about that. Um, but before that, um, the another big agenda item that we have today is the incentives. So staking rewards are finally going to be live once the proposal gets passed. I believe the proposal is still up for voting period. So if you want to see staking rewards enabled, um, you can go to the Evmos app and yeah, you can go to the Evmos app and and vote on the proposals. Gotcha. Yeah, let let's uh, let's talk more about that later during the community call. And actually, I, I think this is a good point to insert the reminder that if you have a question that you want to get answered on this community call live right here by the team, what you can do is you can come up on stage and you can ask your question to the team live in front of this audience and it'll be answered and recorded for all future audiences to hear or you can go to the discord which is discord.gg evmos you can go to the community q a channel and you can post your question there all right and that'll be read out by one of the team members if we have time and answered all right sound good cool so uh fede mentioned incentives and we'll get to those incentives. But what I want to talk about right now is that is that there is discussion brewing in the community for osmosis incentives. All right. Do Evmosians, and this is standard practice for those not familiar with, with osmosis. Um, you know, there are liquidity pools that have been started on osmosis. Um, you know, with any token, right? And it's it's a, it's a permissionless thing. And anyone can go to the Frontier app that Osmosis makes available 
and see all the pools listed there. Okay, fantastic. What you can do is you can actually, as a protocol, as a network, decide to offer incentives to a pool on Osmosis. So we, as the Osmosian uh, community, can vote to incentivize pools on Osmosis. And what's great about that is that it's not just the pool, the 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 Evmos token pools that we can choose to incentivize, but also pools for tokens that originate on Evmos. So if you're a big fan of Diffusion or Cronus or Kinesis and or 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 Costland, and those DApps have app have uh, tokens associated with them. You can go and start a pool on Osmosis and incentivize that. All right. So I bring up incentives. I'm explaining what the incentives on Osmosis are. What can we do today? Because right now, the only thing that's available to us is uh, an IBC channel between uh, Evmos and uh, Osmosis. And then there haven't been that many ERC20 module uh, proposals yet. And we'll talk about those in a second. What you can do today is you can voice your opinion on whether we should incentivize an Evmos Osmo pool on Commonwealth. So if you go to the Commonwealth forums, which is where the community has decided to host discussions on, uh, on the community, um, if you go to the Commonwealth Forum, which is at commonwealth.im slash Evmos, you can start or add to discussions on incentivizing the Evmos Osmosis uh, pool. All right. The last point I'll make here, all right, so moving on from incentives, from Osmosis incentives, the last point I'll make here is that in the past weeks, IBC channels were clogged up. So relayers have been working hard, all right, to to unclog uh, the channels that were frozen. So basically, the, the channels that were frozen during the halt, they unfroze, but there were a bunch of IBC transactions still stuck in those channels, all right? And relayers have been working super hard to get them unstuck. Um, and I just wanted to offer some recognition to uh, uh, a few folks like Cold Chain, uh, uh, Jerry's Pool, um, the, the Bro from Crow's Nest, um, just a ton of work. And then this is in addition to the work that Notional and Mandragora have been doing. Yeah, and Imperator, uh, Golden, Imperator and Golden Ratio. Imperator, please tell us how to pronounce your, your, your name. Um, tweet at us again. We'd love to know. Um, but these relayers have been doing uh, some heavy lifting as far as, as, far as uh, you know, relaying goes. They've been sort of uh, forking the relaying software and implementing their own custom changes so that Evmos uh, type accounts can be, can be supported. So I just wanted to shout them out and give them recognition here. Um, and hey, if you guys are looking for, for great validators who are community contributors to, to delegate to, certainly. Um, you know, uh, you can't go wrong there. Um, but okay, so that's all I really wanted to say about uh, IBC uh, transfers. 
exciting. It's a new era. Evmos has gone interchain. Uh, we never thought it happened, but here we are. The next topic that I want to bring up is the ERC-20 module proposals. All right. So this is the next agenda item. We're on agenda item number two here. And what is the ERC-20 module? Fede, can you explain this to the audience? Yeah, so the ERC-20 module is um, functionality that allows ERC-20s to be fully Cosmos compatible and vice versa. So it basically maps an ERC-20 token with a Cosmos representation. So for example, uh, Evmos tokens, can, Evmos coins on Evmos can be represented as um, an ERC-20 token so that you can use them on, 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 on the EVM and use them on the different applications that Evmos provides. Hang on, Fede, hang on, slow down. What is an era for, for, for our Cosmos natives out there who have never touched Ethereum, who have never touched MetaMask, and, and you know, lucky you, um, what is an ERC20 token? Yeah, so the ERC20 um, is uh, like the canonical representation or like the canonical standard in Ethereum for fungible tokens. Um, this is where you find all the USCCs, um, like all the um, Uniswap tokens, ENS, etc. So you can you can have all the um, ERC twenty tokens that are that live on the Ethereum virtual machine um, with this functionality that are already that are already fungible. Uh, you can all or with this functionality you can convert them to the Cosmos uh, represented asset. So that the, you can IVC them to other uh, chains in the entire ecosystem. So, for example, you can have uh, the diffusion tokens or the overall apes um, token to um, convert it as a Cosmos token, and then transfer them to Juno or any other Cosmos Wasm chain, and then use them. For example, if they have more or less the same functionality or not, I'm, I'm not fully aware, but if you can represent those assets as CW20, you can use them off on smart contracts on, on these uh, uh, Cosmosm chains, or you can transfer them to Osmosis and create like a diffusion Evmos pool on Osmosis. Um, that's another possibility. Um, yeah, so you can use them in the entire interchain ecosystem. Uh, one thing I'll highlight on top of kind of you know, all these crazy representations that we have in Cosmos is, um, yeah, the this is actually one of the like um, interesting things about Cosmos is that because we, we we have this one place to kind of absorb a lot of the ideas and standards of the rest of the ecosystem, um, we end up getting a lot of different. Uh, forms of these denominations so what so whether it's because of bridges or whether it's because of different execution environments or, or whether it's because of uh even um hopping uh the denomination between different chains um this is going to be like kind of an ongoing like focus bar is, is to really think about uh how to make these denominations easier to work with um and, and this is a problem kind of across all of Cosmos. 
Yep, yep, absolutely. And I see that uh, we have uh, a few folks in the audience that I might want to call up here to voice their opinions. But uh, essentially, why are we bringing this up? So the ERC-20 module, uh, I don't know if you finished your explanation, Fede, actually. We, we talked about what an ERC-20 is. Um, and you mentioned that the ERC-20 module is basically the conversion layer between ERC-20s and, and Cosmos coins, right? So, uh, you know, ERC-20s on the EVM can flow into the rest of the interchain in Cosmos uh, seamlessly, right? Uh, that is, that is the, the sort of goal here. And the way that we introduce new uh, uh, conversions, uh, new converters into uh, the Evmos uh, network is through governance, right? So governance will vote on a new token to allow it to flow between the EVM layer and the Cosmos layer, right? Okay, fantastic. What, ha what has happened over the last week? Well. We have really tested uh, the ERC-20 uh, module to its limit here with about six new tokens being whitelisted um, all at the same time. And these, uh, these are because uh, the Gravity team uh, has, uh, so this is you know, uh, Gravity Zone, um, they have uh, made proposals to whitelist their, their assets uh, on uh, through governance, and, and those just passed yesterday, I believe. Uh, and so now you are able to convert the graph token between its Cosmos coin representation and also its ERC20 representation, right? So this is the first of many uh, to come. And uh, yeah, I, I, I would love to know when we will get to see more assets. So I see Nomad in the audience here. Uh, and I'm, you know, asking myself, okay, well, Gravity Bridge is obviously uh, uh, is obviously able to now convert its tokens. When will Nomad be able to convert its tokens? When will the rest of the bridges be able to convert their tokens? Right. And so, if you're so inclined, um, please come up here and explain that to the audience. Um, and then also, uh, I see teams like Kinesis uh, uh, and a few other folks. Uh, a few other DAP teams in the audience. When are you guys going to uh, be able to utilize the tokens that are, are being converted through the ERC-20 module, right? Obviously, we'd love to see all sorts of assets from both ecosystems, both the Cosmos ecosystems and the EVM-oriented ecosystems like, you know, uh, like Ethereum primarily, but also... Uh, con uh, connects allows you to access chains like Polygon and things like that. When will all of this liquidity converge in the DeFi protocols? I'm so curious to know. Um, you're not on stage right now. If you want to comment on these uh, on these topics, please raise your hand, and I'll bring you up on stage to talk about it. Uh, Fede Akash, is there anything left to say on this topic? Um, I think what's interesting about the ERC20 module is Right now, we're like thinking about it and we're mentioning it to people because it's, it's something that you notice. But I think the ideal future of this is like, you know, this, this is something within the interchain where it's like, you don't really notice it, right? It's, it, it's like something that's happening in the background and, you know, people that know about the EPM kind of knowledge that it exists. 
and you know devs and programmers know that it exists but i think users um i think the dream is to have kind of this like transparent uh you know denomination handling down the line so that's all that is that is so true that is so true i was actually talking to a few of the kinesis folks uh, you know, one of these past days about the UX of, of this module, right? Uh, today, what the UX looks like is that the user needs to manually like interact with some UI component to convert from one representation to the other representation, right? And that's, you know, that's fine, but it's a little cumbersome and already Cosmos users and, and also, you know, Ethereum users are like having to deal with like, you know, conversions and modals popping up and having to do swaps and all of these things, right? And so this just adds another hop in that, in that whole process, in that whole UX flow. In the future, teams like Gravity, teams like, you know, DeFi protocols like Kinesis, uh, will be responsible for implementing an end-to-end -end flow that's seamless. So you have a Cosmos coin, right, on a different chain, but how do you uh, transfer that between its Cosmos representation into its ERC-20 representation in one click, for example? And how do you put that into like an LP on Diffusion in one click, even though it, it, this is an asset that lives on an entirely different chain? IBC today already allows you to do that, all right? The question here is what, what does the UX flow look like for the end user? And when are we going to see that? I hope that we're going to see that sooner rather than later, uh, but only time will tell. And, uh, and yeah, if, if you're working on the, these issues, um, talk to us uh, and, and, and apply for a grant because we'd love to see this come to fruition. Yeah, what's really huge is, um, you know, we kind of expect a lot from users. So, you know, everybody here who's like an early adopter of Atmos essentially is someone that probably knows a thing or two about the EVM or has like played around with it. And also is like this IBC kind of like um, frontier. And uh, this means you're quite an enthusiastic user. So I just want to give a shout out to the users who are kind of like going through this, like, you know, the, the frontier of, of basically combining the EVM with Cosmos. Yep, folks, there's so much untapped uh, potential, so much untapped functionality, so many untapped UX flows that have yet to be uh, created. Uh, I'm excited to be on this journey with you all, uh, and uh, and we'll see what happens. I think the interchain a year from now does not look anything like the interchain today, right? And uh, it'll take a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, but I think we'll be able to get there. All right. So yeah, I mean, uh, so someone someone remind remind us of this day. You know what is this? This is the 24th of May. Um, 24th of May. In 2023, let's revisit this topic. Let's revisit what the interchain UX looks like. Um, because the interchain UX last year looked nothing like it does this year, I have to say. So uh, it'll only get better. Uh, next up, we have uh, uh, governance uh, updates. Uh, and so these are more generally outside of uh, the ERC-20 module. So everything so far has sort of touched on governance updates. Um, but here we'll really talk about what's cooking in the community, 
right? And this past week, we held our very first uh, governance council. So the Evmosian Governance Council came together to discuss really pressing uh, governance matters that arose. And, and we actually had two councils in one week just because we hadn't uh, pre-agreed on, on a set time. So we just said, hey, let's do two, two councils in one week because these things are worth discussing. And those are recorded and you can see those on, on the YouTube channel. Um, beyond that, uh, and, and before I move on actually, the councils are open to anyone. So if you are an Evmosian with thoughts, with feelings, uh, who wants to make their voices heard in governance, uh, join us uh, on Discord, all right? Uh, and that's where we host all the, the governance councils. So they're not hosted on Twitter spaces, they're hosted on Discord, all right? Um, beyond that, what actually was discussed there? So what we discussed is the, the six proposals that I mentioned that uh, enable the uh, ERC-20 to IBC coin conversions for the, all of the gravity assets. Those were discussed and we had some really, really good in-depth discussions about them. Um, and beyond that, the council will be discussing all of the new proposals that are, are, are made every, every week, right? We also sort of came up with a rough governance process uh, involving a three-day discussion period on Commonwealth, on the governance forum that I mentioned earlier. Again, that's commonwealth.im slash evmos. All right, commonwealth.im slash evmos. And uh, be aware that the on-chain voting period is five days. So the process right now is one day, uh, three days, sorry, discussion time, right, on Commonwealth, and five days voting time on-chain. All right. Uh, the council is going to be quite upset if anyone uh, makes proposals outside of this process, right? I, I, I implore everyone to, to respect what the community has agreed upon in terms of uh, the process for making governance proposals. If somebody thinks that there's anything wrong with the process, then you should probably just, you know, make a discussion on, on Commonwealth and then ratify that as, as the official governance process or an official amendment to the governance process, right? Um, and for those wondering where you can find the YouTube channel, I think that's just at youtube.com slash C slash Evmos, all right? And you can find all of our governance council meetings there. Um, let us know uh, what you think. In addition to that, there's a few other points points that are being discussed by governance right now, mainly in the Discord, in the governance council category, and also in uh, Commonwealth. So again, go visit Commonwealth, uh, go visit Discord. Um, one topic of discussion is around how to uh, spend funds uh, from, the, from the Commonwealth, from the community pool, right? And what is, what is worth spending funds on and what to focus on. Um, there have been a lot of, uh, well, not, not too many, but a few proposals to spend uh, community pool funds on things like sponsorships, events to grow Evmos adoption, hackathons, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
please make your voice, your thoughts heard on, on those topics. Also, there are interesting technical proposals um, that have been proposed by, by contributors, um, like the uh, decentralized uh, uh, database proposal that you can go and, and visit um, on Commonwealth again. So, you know, these are, these are innovations that are being proposed and funded purely through the community, right? And as a reminder, Evmos itself was funded 100% through the, co uh, the Cosmos Hub community pool, right? The Cosmos Hub Commonwealth, right? Um, to this date, it's the only uh, L1 project I know of that was 100% community funded and has actually come to fruition. All right. And it is the Evmos ethos to push for other projects to also be funded by grants. Right. Uh, so please, again, go to the Commonwealth Forum, make your voices heard, uh, and, and uh, participate in governance. It's super important. Yeah, I guess uh, community funded, but also like building out kind of the, the tech um, from like a almost near like scratch point, right? Like in theory, there's probably been some community funded uh, projects that maybe just didn't deliver. Uh, but uh, I think we're one of the few that have. Hopefully, we're not done yet. For sure, for sure, the journey is far from over. And yeah, when I say the utmost ethos is to ensure that others can also fund their projects through grants, uh, what we mean by that is we're building out tooling uh, and built-in incentives at the protocol level to ensure that developers have the funding and can bootstrap the funding they need in order to bring their projects to fruition, right? Um, and, and that's sort of something that we would love to help uh, developers with because we believe that developers who don't have to worry about funding are able to build out the best user experiences for their for their user bases um, when you're when you're not you know strapped for cash trying to do uh, x y or z um, you can build for one reason one reason only and that's for your users right um, now moving on to the last point uh, before the q a section I want to talk about uh, staking rewards and delegations, right? There is a proposal that is live right now, right? Um, that has been made by uh, a member of the team to turn on uh, 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 staking rewards, right? And so the sort of trade-offs that have been uh, uh, sort of considered here when making this proposal is that enough time has passed since the halt and enough people have been able to claim. So at this point, 20 million tokens have been claimed, right? With, uh, you know, a number of users in the uh, hundreds of thousands, right? Um, such that we believe, or not, I shouldn't say number of users. These are the number of addresses that have claimed. Uh, we don't actually know how many users each of these addresses are tied to. But, um, you know, at this point, we believe uh, that is sufficient uh, and, and any further delay in staking rewards may jeopardize the security of the chain, right? Um, we also want to ensure that uh, the network is sufficiently decentralized from, you know, uh, 
via via staked tokens such that uh, such that it's not at risk and and that's why we believe that now is the right time to enable staking rewards um, but of course we understand if the community feels otherwise i recommend you go and vote on on the live proposal at the moment uh, to to again uh, voice your beliefs um, there are concerns that uh, a few uh, users has, have not been able to claim the full amounts of their of their airdrop. This is true. There are there have been some issues that have been identified that are still plaguing users, especially users who tried to claim uh, prior to the halt, who mistakenly followed some other guide or or dashboard that was not the official guide and not the official dashboard and got their funds stuck. So the the team is in constant communication with these users we have a nifty new ticket system opened up on discord uh where we're communicating with folks through telegram as well and i have to shout out uh, a, a massive shout out to a, a fantastic uh mod team because they've been just doing herculean work um trying to get everyone on the same page trying to sort of debug all these users issues and so, yeah, I just want to shout out um, uh, Corey, Dave, Benny Lava, Hotwind, uh, uh, Rock, um, Pidge, Cosmo, Zotish, and GV, and Cosmo Baggins on the Discord and Telegram because they have just been doing phenomenal work. Um, even even some of the some of these folks have have recently joined and they've been killing it. Right, uh, and it's only because of their help that we've been able to get uh, users the cl the the claims that they they're eligible for. So a few users have come to us with a problem, and we have been able to to resolve it seamlessly, and for them to have claimed 100% of it, that's worked out fine. However, there are users with there are still a, a segment of users facing issues, and for those users, most of them have been able to at least partially claim their tokens. So not 100%, but partial claim. Uh, unfortunately, those users are going to have to wait until fixes are pushed out. Now, these fixes are going to take in the order of magnitude of weeks. All right. So I'm trying to give the community as much information as I have in order to make the, the best decision possible. Right. The, the fixes are going to take maybe you know in the order of magnitude of weeks. I don't want to give a concrete timeline. Because right now our focus is on the congestion issues, all right. But once we start working on these fixes, all right, they're not going to hit immediately, and so it's up to the community to decide whether they want to hold off on the staking rewards or they want to move forward. Again, I believe um, that you know there is some consideration to be made about the security of the network, but ultimately the way decentralized governance works is that the voice of the community comes out the strongest. Um, so make your voices heard as always. You'll hear me say that over and over again, but it bears repeating. Um, you should be voting. If you're staking, you should be voting. If you're not staking, you should be staking and then voting. Uh, simple as that. Well, thank you everyone for, for listening to me rant. Akash and then Fede, anything yeah. to add here? No, yeah, just just reminder that um, a lot of um, the 
ecosystem applications are looking into governance and how the validators and all the users are voting on different proposals. Because um, for, um, for some AirDrop is also like very relevant. Um, but yeah, we're, so we're creating all these like structure or like decentralization and like engaging with the community so that we can improve the governance procedures, um, that we have set in place right now. And we're also working with entire Cosmos ecosystem to bring, um, new improvements to the governance module. Uh, we're probably going to talk about those, um, in another community call once we have everything more fleshed out, but it's going to be uh, more flexible, more modular, and it's going to be um, better for the entire user experience um, of users and also validators who have to be constantly um, looking for the different um, proposals that are submitted to all these Cosmos chains. So hopefully we're able to help out with some of these concerns that were raised by the community. Great point, great point. I mean, part of our belief in the strength of decentralized governance should be should be expressed as a push to make decentralized governance easier for users to to uh, effectuate, right? The UX just needs to be better. And the current governance module that's being used not just on Evmos, but across all Cosmos chains is just not there yet, I believe. Um, and I yeah. think the team strongly believes, and it could be better. And that's something that we're working on as well. Yeah, so like just one concrete example, like governance right now only supports for just no, no with veto and abstain votes. So it doesn't have anything that is more flexible, more modular, where you can like select different options that are not not just like a yes and no vote, but is able to provide like some sort of like polling system for other um, proposal types. Um, yeah, also like the voting period is something that is sometimes uh, very relevant on for validators. Sometimes they don't have enough time to vote on different proposals, and and so, for example, especially on the proposals that are submitted uh, just before the weekend, um, their team members are usually not as online, um, especially for the for the bigger validator teams, and so um, they have to wait on, wait until the next week on Monday or Tuesday, depending. They have a lot of things. Um, so that's also something that we should take in mind when creating like a more flexible and more um, modular um, governance governance uh, mechanism in the entire Cosmos ecosystem. Totally, totally. And uh, yes, if you want to engage more on governance, feel free to join our weekly governance uh, council meetings. We haven't landed on a final date yet, but it's it's tentatively uh, every let's say Thursday at, at around this time, at around the same time that this community call starts, but on Thursdays weekly. So that's the tentative time, um, but I'll let the community sort of finalize that in the Discord itself. Uh, thanks, Fede, for chiming in. One last point before we move on to questions. Uh, we need to talk about uh, validator uh, delegations. Validators, if you're a validator listening, there will be a form that comes out later today. 
the form is not an application. There are no applications for delegations, all right? The form is for you. If you believe that you have contributed uh, to uh, the Evmos community, the Evmos network, um, please fill out the form to express your contributions, all right? We have our own list of, con of contributors, of ways people have helped out uh, to build the network, all right? And the purpose of this forum is to make absolutely sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that we've got everyone uh, that, that deserves a contribution, all right? Following this, right, uh, we will be rolling out an announcements uh, of, of, you know, of the delegations outcomes and then enacting them, enacting the delegations in the following weeks. All right, so form collection will open today. Please submit as soon as possible. All right, because form submission will close, you know, soon thereafter. It depends on the, the response rate that we get from validators. But this is super important for, for validators to fill out. So, and if you're not a validator, but know of a validator that has contributed, please, you know, DM them to fill out the form. Right, because you know, let them know. Because if they deserve a foundation delegation, uh, it should be considered. Again, not an application. It's not a guarantee that if you fill out this form, you'll be considered for a foundation delegation, uh, or you'll get a foundation de delegation. But if you do, if you fill out the form, at least you'll be considered. And I think that's super important. We want to make sure that we give everyone their due consideration. All right. So again, thanks for listening to me rant, and we can bring up some folks uh, to talk. I actually see that we've got Peter here from, from Flux Protocol, um, and we can hear a little bit about Flux before we go to questions. Peter, what's up, man? Can you hear me? Hey, yes, I can. Thank you for, for bringing me up. Sorry, I uh, was on and off a uh, different call, so I, I just turned back onto the space. So thanks for, for bringing me up. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, no worries. How's it going? Do you want to talk a little bit about what Flux is and does and how you guys are, are contributing or you know, why you guys are excited about Evmos? In the first yeah, place? so um, we're very bullish on Evmos uh, to, to start off. And um, you know, I started looking into the Evmos ecosystem a few months ago and I'm super blown away how cool the community is. Um, like I just keep digging and finding more and more awesome projects. So that's it's really cool to see. So um, yeah, Flux is a cross-chain Oracle. Um, we started uh, back in early 2021, um, we raised a seed round from Distributed Global, Coinbase Ventures, among many others. That was a 10.3 million seed round. Uh, launched our token in uh, 2021, also in December with our mainnet um, and a copper LDP. <clears throat> and from there, we've been basically working towards traction. Um, right now, we're live on a few different networks on Near, Aurora, uh, Evmos. Um, and uh, yeah, so far we've been having super great growth until the uh, you know crypto crash over the past couple of weeks with a lot of TVL leaving DeFi. So we actually grew to the number uh, two largest oracle by total value secured in crypto uh, in just under eight weeks uh, from our official launch. Um, and so yeah, basically we're excited to be bringing price feeds as an oracle to the Evmos ecosystem. 
And our first integration um, is going to be with Causeland uh, to power basically lending markets um, for most users. And um, a little bit deeper about Flux. So right now we're launching our first party Oracle on Evmos, which is basically a super efficient way for trusted data providers like Ember Data and Kaiko, as an example, to push data on chain. And a little information on them, they actually provide about 90% of all price fee data to uh, DeFi today. Um, so they're pretty experienced in what they do. <laughs> They've been around the block for many, many years. Um, and then we're also working on our version two right now, which is basically... Think of it like an interoperable data layer. And so we're essentially building a, um, a layer for data that any L1 or L2 or protocol can tap into all of the economic guarantees from validators. Um, and so that's a little bit of a background on Flux. Amazing, man. Thank you for, for, for explaining that. And I know that you folks um, have a, a discussion up on Commonwealth. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that is and sort of what you want the community's input on? Yeah, so, um, you know, part, part of what we do when we launch new networks is we try to get data providers to essentially support those new chains. And so for these data providers, um, they're being approached by networks um, all the time. And so what we try to do is help them navigate the different layer ones and layer twos um, to essentially find the ecosystems with the most value. And so the proposal, I think, that was written by Stefan uh, from our team, who's our head of BD. Um, this essentially covers a, a grant to essentially provide data providers um, with subsidy, essentially, to get started in um, the Evmos ecosystem. And so what this means is that not only can data providers start to start pushing high-quality data from different exchanges to different price feeds uh, to um, you know Evmos, so that enables things like stable coins and lending and stuff like that, but it also allows these data providers to kind of get their toes wet in the ecosystem and eventually start supporting um, these price feeds directly. And so as an example, if you have price feeds on different DEXs that you want to um, you know, support natively on Evmos that maybe aren't listed on centralized exchanges yet or exchanges on Ethereum, then this is a great way to kind of get their, their toes wet in the ecosystem. And so, yeah, we would love any feedback. Um, you know, the, the gas cost uh, sort of amount is not huge. Um, and so luckily Evmos is very, very cheap, which is amazing. Um, but, you know, part of what we do on these different networks is push basically a ton of data, um, you know, in, in prices. So to give an example, we essentially push um, 10 price fees is what we're going to start off with um, every single minute. And so per month, that's about 432,000 um, price feeds that will be brought on chain by Evmos times two with our two data providers. And so we want to ratchet it up to 15 feeds. So basically push the most popular uh, price feeds uh, as well for, for product building uh, in the Evmos DeFi. And so as you can see, um, you know, it does get pretty expensive pretty quickly. And so we try to cover all of our own costs of monitoring and stuff like that and, and don't typically go for grants. Uh, but we try to line up grants for our data providers to help subsidize that gas to make it easier for them to get you know, started in the Edmos ecosystem. For sure. Folks, oracles are one of the major backbones of any application that's built on, on EVM chains today. Super important that uh you if you have thoughts on on flux's grant application uh please uh go and discuss it on the commonwealth uh thread so you can again one more time commonwealth is a forum where where all of the evmos governance discussions go down before moving to uh, an on-chain proposal uh and at this point flux's discussion has been up for uh, the past three days maybe more um, and so it is ready to go on chain. If you have any lingering thoughts, now is the time to make your voices heard 
Um, otherwise, I guess uh, you guys are good to go to to move on chain soon. Yeah, just just wanted to chime in here. I think it's like great that Flux is going to be providing all uh, these Oracle services for all the applications that are deployed on Evmos. I think there's a huge opportunity to be also one of the main Oracle providers in the entire uh, Cosmos ecosystem um, for the ones that are have been following up the recent developments in, in IBC and, and Cosmos in general. There's this uh, working group um, that is um, like trying to push for these IBC queries um, standards so that you can query specific information. Um, and so you can, for example, like through these IVC queries, imagine like you can request data directly from the Oracle providers that um, Flux is the Oracle services that Flux is going to be providing. Right. So this is like a deploy once to Evmos, but use everywhere in the interchain. So, so like Juno could use Flux, even though Flux isn't deployed on Juno, for example. Yeah, and just to add as well, for, for the builders who are listening in DeFi, um, we're actually going to be subsidizing all uh, data costs. And so we, we have lined up basically to pay all the data providers to subsidize data through the end of the year. Um, so that also extends to most. And so um, any builders that you know, are working on a tight budget or are working on raising funding, um, you know, we do give uh, subsidies and grants. And so we try to make this a totally free experience for you know, the early builders just getting started in the ecosystem. All right. Thank you, Peter. Um... Thank you for coming up here and talking about Flux. I'm going to send you back down to the audience now. Thanks for having me. Take care. Um, super exciting stuff. Uh, as I mentioned, Oracle's super important for any, any chain. So, um, yeah, if you want to see Flux happen, uh, make sure to vote when the proposal goes live. Um, so we have a, a few uh, speakers up here, and I know we're running out of time, but we'll try to go past our time a little bit so we can answer as many questions as possible. Uh, don't stop. You are up with your question, man. Do you want to unmute and, and, and ask away? Hello. How will Tiger Hadmin for what they have been doing about have most of the of the all, the day, all these days? What I want to ask is that once the proposal community one is approved, Will the proposal of the intensive reward also be approved after the five days to know whether those that bought at higher price can have at least a little of the token they have already lost due to the falling price of Evmos? So I think the question here, I'm sorry if I misunderstand, but the question is, once the proposal passes, will the uh, staking rewards be enabled? And the answer is yes. Automatically, everyone who's staking at the time that the proposal is passed will begin to earn rewards on a daily cadence. So once a day, you'll have a, a, a staking reward distribution event. Okay. Excuse me. <clears throat> and and uh, yes, you will be part of the rewards. And of course, early stakers stand to benefit uh, the most because as more uh, more people stake, that means that the stake is, is distributed further across that number of stakers. So, you know, um, I guess that um, should... So many options. Yeah. You can stake your tokens or you can LP your tokens on uh, Evmos AMMs or you can send them to Osmosis. So now you have all these different options that the community can choose from and um, 
based on their preferences and their risk uh, profiles, they can they can do the, these different options. Okay, and my last question is: When will be taking of the or claiming of the hairdrop? When will it end? Because and a, a governor proposal was proposed to extend for twenty one days. So we want to know when it will lapse. Yeah. So. I think I, I forget the exact date, but I think uh, the decay period doesn't begin for another two months. So basically, you have a lot, another two months since the start of the of the chain to sort of claim uh, without worry, and then past that point, you'll have a decay period, which means that the amount you can claim will decrease decrease linearly, and that goes on for another couple months as well, if I if I'm not mistaken. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll follow up with uh, with the mods to announce the official dates and whatnot um, through Discord and Telegram, and maybe we'll tweet it out as well, just so that everyone's on the same page as the, uh, on this point. Thank you for for bringing it up. Super important that everybody knows this information. Okay, thank you so much. I really take care. Yeah, take care. Take care. Bye. Uh, a few more uh, question uh, questions that folks have. Feel free to come up on stage. Thank you, Don't Stop. Um, so now we are bringing up uh, Orbital Apes. How's it going, folks? Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, so I saw around 50 people with Orbital Ape profile pictures. So I was wondering if we could talk to the community a bit about our progress. Uh, sure, go ahead. Do you mind if we actually do that at the end? Because there are a few more questions that I'd like to get. Yeah, to. of course, no problem. All right, stick around in that case. For sure. Next, next up, we have Terran Crypto. And then after Terran, we'll bring up Lulu. So Terran, you go first. Do you have a question for us? I do. Uh, can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, perfect. Wonderful. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Uh, I am the unofficial uh, ambassador for Gata DAO. We are one of the validators for the Evmos chain. Um, I believe that we are the only um, NFT DAO validators in Cosmos at the moment. Uh, the colonial casts are available over there on Stars. Um, I need to send you a DM for that form uh, that you mentioned earlier for the validators. But uh, if you guys are looking for something to validate to, Gata DAO. But my question is. You bring you um, everything is about the interchain, the interchain, and the uh, number one feature that everybody's talking about as of lately. I see Cryptocito in the audience. He just released a video about this recently. Shout out Cryptocito um, is interchain security. Now, as Evmos as an EVM chain, is there going to be unique difficulties with interchain security or unique benefits? To interchain security, is that something that can carry over into Ethereum or from Ethereum? Could you expand a little on that and how uh, how interchain security and Evmos specifically are going to interact? Yeah, I think I think let's put some definitions. Uh, yeah. Let's draw some definitions down in the sand here. Uh, Fede, do you want to explain what interchain security is and how? sort of the vision yeah. for at least osmosis works? Because I know the osmosis team have been sort of huge proponents of, uh, of this or, or Cosmos Hub or, you know, how does this yeah. work in, uh, in anywhere else? Yeah, so for context, interchain security is, it's think about like Polkadot where the entire, um, the, the uh, parachains derive security um, directly from 
the Polkadot um, ecosystem. So, so from they have like a shared validator set. In the same way, uh, shared security on Cosmos means that you have a fully sovereign chain, but with a main partic uh, particular case that you derive security from another uh, sort of like parent or controller chain. So you have like the uh, parent chain, and then you have the child chains or consumer chains, um, which are deriving the security. And this is all done through IVC. So basically, what you need to do is like create a governance proposal to um, deploy a consumer chain to, uh, in this case, would be like Evmos, for example. And uh, once this proposal passes, this create half of an IVC connection and is able to spin out the entire like genesis state so that you can create your new consumer chain and you set up the other half of the ibc connection um once you spin up the this chain and then you have the full integration so you're basically synchronizing the validator sets between the two chains that's kind of like a high level tldr of how interchain um or like share security works. Um, so for Evmos in particular, what we're trying to do is kind of like if you're an application already on Ethereum or any other EVM compatible chain, you might have this question about like, oh, which EVM chain should I deploy next? And one of the main complications right now is like managing all of these different environment and ecosystems because uh, you have to manage different communities. You have to be aware of what's happening on these ecosystems so what we're trying to what we want to make is like have evmos be the main infrastructure and service provider for all the evm chains in the cosmos ecosystem so all the applications and services and infrastructure providers like the graph gnosis saves etc will be able to deploy to evmos and to different interoperability solutions um, an EVM chain, compatible chain, can be a consumer chain and derive security from Evmos without any loss of composability because we're going to be enabling direct communication between smart contracts, ERC-20 tokens that, uh, that uh, we explained before. So this is going to be super easy for an existing application that is deployed on Evmos to basically exit Evmos and deploy as a single sovereign chain without any loose on uh, functionality, composability, interoperability, or anything. It's gonna be great for the entire Evmos um, ecosystem because it's gonna create more value. The state is gonna be better managed because we're basically taking the state that was using all these um, disk space on Evmos and we're gonna export it into a new chain so they can scale horizontally, but they can still talk to all the applications that are deployed on Evmos. So this is kind of like our vision in the long term for how share security and interchain, um, yeah, and how this functionality would work on Evmos. I'm happy to expand on it, but yeah, I don't think we have much time right now. Yeah, this this deserves its own call maybe uh, in the future. Um, this and, and oracles as well and sort of, yeah, I mean, it, it's a good point, right? Like the developer experience around deploying EVM chains kind of, uh, you know, is not great right now, right? Um, and so making it easy for people to not have to worry about bootstrapping their validator set or, 
or you know deriving security or or you know making sure that their uh, staked uh, token set is is decentralized across enough validators. Like all these yeah. worries are not worries that developers should have, and yet also developers should be able to run a sovereign to run their app on a sovereign chain, right? Yeah. And so, how do we bring these two sort of uh, uh, wants or needs together in a way that is really friendly to, to developers and as a consequence, really friendly to the users, the end yeah, users as well. Fully, it's a fully interoperable and sovereign EVM chain. That's what we're trying to sell also with uh, these consumer chains. Um, but yeah, I think in, in TLDR also like people underestimate the effort uh, in business development. And I wanted to give a huge shout out to Liam here as on the team. Um, if you are not following Liam, you're basically losing, you're all, actually missing all the alphas in the Evmos ecosystem because he's the one uh, talking to all the projects and talking to all the um, infrastructure providers that are going to be bringing all these uh, amazing applications and services to the Evmos ecosystem. So yeah, Liam is uh, leading our business development uh, team. And yeah, feel free to to follow Liam for for more alphas. Absolutely, absolutely. I echo that. If, if most most of you know the folks that I talk to have already talked to Liam first at conferences and things. So, uh, so yeah. If if you're not talking to Liam, uh, NGMI basically. Uh, anywho, thanks, Taryn. You really got uh, got got a good conversation going here. So appreciate your question. Gonna send you back not down. A problem. To yeah, thanks for letting me speak. I appreciate it. Rock on, guys. Awesome, awesome. Yes, and I'll send you. I'll send. I'll make sure the form gets announced so everyone can see. Uh, so next we have Lulu and then Taval, and I think that's unfortunately all we're gonna have time for uh, today. So Lulu, do you want to go ahead? Yeah. So hey everybody, and this is my first time joining the um, community call, and I'm very excited. And so uh, I am from uh, Huobi Incubator. And uh, actually, uh, we are a early stage accelerator, um, and so uh, we're we're research driven and we're very bullish on the Evmos ecosystem. Um, and so um, right now, we have established this um, Web three scholarship, and basically, we're chain agnostic, and we collaborate with many layer ones and layer twos to uh, boost the ecosystem level uh, building. And so I have, um, so um, we actually had this proposal coming up um, at Commonwealth and um, we've uh, talked to Atmos team about this as well to bring about um, an developer incentive program. Um, so the, the, the one that we thought about is um, about like um, 500,000 uh, grants um, at this critical time um, in this um, market condition to probably incentivize um, those great teams out there in the Evmos ecosystem, because we think probably as an incubator and investor, huge important um, for um, builders to get bootstrapped. And so, uh, yeah. And that that's something where uh, the, propo the proposal we're working on. Um, so we're super excited to get some feedback from the community. Thank you. Thanks, Lulu. Thanks for bringing that to everyone's attention. Um, and yeah, so if uh, if 
you think that this is a good proposal, please go and discuss it in the Commonwealth Forum. Again, this is the government's forum. Uh, Lulu and, and the team have, have made a very detailed uh, proposal. Um, and uh, if you have any remaining questions, I'm sure uh, she would be able to answer it or someone from the team would be able to answer it. Um, and also, I think you folks are in the Discord. Is that right? Yes, just join um, today. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I, I think what I'm asking for here is um, to um, raise awareness. Like, I'm so happy um, so many folks here today and could probably like hear what we're we're building and probably some projects um, who might like need uh, like raise or liquidity um, or just connections or resources. Um, you might want to like check it out and see if you're interested. Great. Lulu, one thing is I, I thought I sort of skimmed the discussions a few days ago. And one thing I noticed is that a lot of the community was really unsure, really uncertain about the value that mm -hmm. these types of of, of sponsored events bring to an ecosystem, right? Yeah. And, and it's really hard to quantify. In, 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 this is what I took away. So maybe not right now, but if, if you could help to uh, answer some of these questions in the Discord, I think that would go a huge way towards, I mean, I think already sort of the, the Commonwealth proposal is, uh, the Commonwealth discussion is already sort of, um, has a lot of feedback, but I think you can, uh, if, if you add this input, that would make it even uh, more amazing in terms of like providing information about how, you know, how past events have played out and what you've seen play out uh, uh, across some other similar uh, proposals like this. Yeah, of course, sure. Like with ha um, so that was kind of uh, like super critical question uh, because like um we're also running a business right and so um like we um will have to consider like um what are the kind of the pain points and um what what are kind of the problems or issues with those kind of um um events in the past and so um that was something um kind of um our team and our partners um are are thinking about and so I think we have uh, um, several solutions. So uh, first of all, like probably our goals are more clearer with like more uh, quantifiable uh, metrics into it. And also we have a very uh, planned out um, developer like reach out and also a kind of a developer list that we really know that is uh, like has the skills and um, just very uh, qualified and for the, um, the, the whole ecosystem that we can uh, just channel into um, and inject into the kind of uh, the, the capabilities um, and the overall uh, ecosystems. And so, yeah, uh, I think we're, we already have like a, a plan. And so be, because like Commonwealth and Discord um, has only like limited space and we only like start started to touch upon this kind of new topic um, in the ecosystem but we're um, like very happy to continue this discussion and um, probably um, together um, with this community we can structure a more like practical way of doing this awesome yeah i'm so glad to hear that 
you folks are, are so open to uh, to sure. sort of discussing that and and answering the community's questions. So appreciate you saying that. And uh, and yeah, looking forward to, to the outcome of this. I know that the uh, Commonwealth discussion has also moved past the three-day discussion period. So um, so yeah, if, if you're a community member and you're listening to this and you really have feedback that you wanna give, make sure that it goes on the on the Commonwealth thread sooner rather than later. Um, and just to, to thank you, Lulu, for, for coming up here to talk. Um, I'm gonna send you back down now. Um, and uh, just to remind everyone uh, that um, the uh, every token holder, by definition, has a right to uh, make their voice heard on how funds in the community pool get spent, right? And if you're wondering what the community pool is, it is a pool of tokens. Right now, the pool sits at around 20 million tokens um, to fund various efforts in the Evmos ecosystem. So for example, we have uh, you know, a proposal that Lula just talked about from uh, Hobi. Um, and uh, you know, all of the details are on the Commonwealth post. There's a few other similar discussions going on on Commonwealth. There's also a discussion related to uh, DType DB, which is one of the first proposals to fund a new project via grants that is a technical contribution to the Evmos ecosystem. I also encourage folks to make their voices heard on that thread. Um, but think about it this way. For the community pool, there's a certain amount that should be reserved for, for emergencies, most likely, or emergency spend. But the community pool itself will be refilled through inflation, through, state, uh, through rewards. In addition to that, there are other sort of mechanisms that the community and the devs have been thinking about to, to, to refill the community pool via uh, runoff from incentives or you know, revenue generated from, from Evmos public goods, public infrastructure. Um, so there's ways to refill the community pool. It's not like it's going to run out anytime soon. However, I've seen other, uh, and this is my own personal opinion. This is not something that the team has like discussed at any sort of depth. I've seen uh, uh, what I consider to be a mistake where uh, other chains hold on to community funds uh, so tightly and they, they never get spent. But if you consider that, uh, every token uh, could go towards uh, achieving something valuable for the network. Every token could go towards uh, providing gas for some builder to build something amazing with that project, uh, with their project, um, that wouldn't be able to, to come to fruition otherwise. Um, if, if we're choosing to let that, those tokens sit in the community pool, they're not adding that value to the ecosystem. And that's the only thing I'll say about that. From there, please feel free to, to, to read up on all of the proposals that have been discussed so far. Lulu's from Hobie is one of them. Uh, and that is on the Commonwealth uh, thread that we've been talking about. Um, all right, so we've gone almost 20 minutes over time. Um, Paval, you have a question, and then we have Orbital Apes up here as well to talk about their uh, a status update, and then we'll end the call. So, Taval, do you want to go ahead? Okay. Uh, I want to just uh, chime in on uh, the speed of IFMOS. I'm not sure if I was late, if it was discussed at all today, the improvement of the speed, because it's still... Uh, quite slow now and uh, 
as as a regular user of uh, of the network via diffusion it's kind of uh, i don't think we can be able to compete with this type of speed what's the update on improving the speed yeah so a lot of users have been uh, facing congestion issues so far uh and uh, basically, the reasoning for that is that the way the fee market works today is that transactions are too cheap. I, I know we heard one of the speakers mention earlier that Evmos gas is really, really cheap, and that's really good for you know developers and users and whatnot. But it also leads to a lot of spam. So there's a nice balance between being cheap and being being just pricey enough to discourage bots from spamming the network. And what we're seeing right now is that actually the network is under heavy load. Blocks are full. However, the block times are still the same. The block times have not changed from the average, the the average block time being six seconds, right? That has not changed, all right? However, the fact of the matter is that there are so many transactions to process at this point that when you make a transaction to the mempool, it just takes a lot of time to be included in a block, even though their blocks are being processed fairly quickly. All right. So the, the way this, this needs to be fixed is by making an upgrade to the way the fee market works in order to adjust the pricing mechanism for, uh, for gas. Right in trans that pay, that in transactions. Uh, the other thing that I would put emphasis on is that really none of the Cosmos chains are out here to compete on speed of transactions. We do want to reach parity with the uh, with what exists at the moment. However, the killer use case for 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 blockchain networks, in my view, again, has never really been speed. Cosmos has this killer use case, which is interoperability, interchain composability between various app chains. And I think ultimately that's the Evmos goal. Of course, that doesn't mean that there are not performance improvements to be made. And you know, I need to give a shout out to folks working on the Cosmos SDK. Uh, I need to give a shout out to OrigTech. I need to give a shout out to uh, Dave from Osmosis. I need to give a shout out to uh, the the Builders Foundation or mm, uh, the Builders Effort, however however it's called, uh, started by Jack Zamplin Co. Uh, because they are making great strides in in uh, uh, improving, uh, making performance improvements and building out tooling, critical tooling for you know Cosmos SDK, but also tooling around. Uh, a cosmos like you know for indexers and whatnot so uh there's there's progress being made and you should expect an update on the congestion uh fairly soon this definitely won't be the case for long and you'll be able to see speeds that are comparable to your average evm chain stay tuned and thank you for your question okay thank you so uh orbital apes let's end with you folks Let's catch up. What have you been up to and where are Orbital Apes at today? Hey, thank you for your time. Our community was actually begging for us to come, to try and come speak here. 
Okay, so now, like for our project, we have finally announced the mint date as June 9th. So we're landing on FMOS pretty soon. And then aside from that, we've had a lot of growth in every aspect of the project. So our marketplace on FMOS is the largest NFT marketplace and actually the only one with volume. So people clearly chose us for their NFT uh, things. Then we have also reached the rank two in validators or so the second largest validator on FMOS right now. And we're incredibly thankful for the community for choosing us. We also know this comes with a responsibility. So we started the Council of Apes, which is a channel in our Discord where we inform people about proposals and we have them vote on every proposal. So this is an easier way for them to vote on what's happening in FMOS without them having to go to the dashboard and to keep track of every proposal, which has been working great. Um, with this, we're also going to keep informing people about everything they can do in FMOS, where they can buy FMOS, stake, bridge. And we're doing this with the help of our partners, Diffusion, Nomad, Cosland, Kinesis, and FMOS domains. Uh, we're just going to continue advertising where to uh, get value from FMOS and continue to grow the community. But yeah, June 9th is the date. Uh, we're finally coming. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for the update. Dang, that's very soon. June 9th. Okay. I hope everyone is prepped. Uh, well, hope. thanks. <laughs> thanks, Orbital Apes, for that update. Okay. And thanks for everyone. Uh, uh, for listening this far, I know we're like 20 minutes past the time, uh, and not that many people have dropped surprisingly. Uh, uh, so yeah, appreciate that. And, uh, uh, and I guess, uh, we'll see you next week. That's it. Take care, everyone. I love you all and, uh, stay safe. Thanks for checking out another episode of the ether. That was the Evmos Community Call, recorded on Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to keep on listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some love. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo, I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back, doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack not everybody's always in it for the money looking like another crooked sunday and i'm working monday so you know i ain't stressing left debating great methods amazed to play inception the base state less see even with these huge sums of overall royalties the sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small small many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent each time someone listens to one of their tracks leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist. Can't say they're making pennies, say they're pennies, making pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies per play. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Aw shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? 
listening to excuses Now we're on the fence like we forgot how to choose That's what happens when people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog Like a fake mate and called at the zoo It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it It's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music Spaces.